Welcome to Mindset Reset Radio. I'm your host, Jess, and I'm on a mission to help female entrepreneurs like you get intentional in life and business. So if you're feeling stuck, you're looking for inspiration, or you just want to be reminded that you're not alone on this crazy entrepreneurial journey, you've landed in the right place. You can join our community of intention getters on Instagram at Jessica Thiefels, that's me, and you can learn more about how I can support you in business and mindset at jessicathiefels.com. Finally, if you love what you hear, please don't forget to rate and review the podcast. I'll be forever grateful. Now, sit back, grab a journal, and get ready to start living with intention. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Mindset Reset Radio. We are here with Allison Walsh, who has carved her own path as a seasoned executive, speaker, professional consultant, and CEO of two national coaching firms. She has publicly spoken to more than 100 people across the U.S. and has been featured in HuffPost Live, Fox News, Lifetime, PBS, and NBC. She has sat on boards of several nonprofit and government organizations, has founded her own mental health nonprofit, and was named one of Orlando Business Journal's 2021 Women Who Mean Business. Finally, she's the host of her own podcast, She Believes She Could, and creator of the Savvy Girl Online Coaching Community. Welcome, Allison. We're so honored to have you here with us today. Uh, Thanks, Jessica. I'm excited to be here, too. So much information y'all are about to get right now from Allison. Um, But before we jump in, tell us a little more about who you are and what you do. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I appreciate the chance to be on today. I love talking all things mindset. So excited to get into this. Um, But yeah, you know, and I think you touched on a few of the points and I can kind of connect the dots and share the story, but been entrepreneurial my whole life and um, started my own foundation when I was 18 years old, actually went through a really difficult time when I was in high school, struggled with eating disorders, um, some mental health issues and realized that I could do something about it when I got to college. And so started a foundation, ran it for 18 years, right? So um, that kind of, you can do the math. I'm a little bit older, but but that was really my entry point into creating and growing and seeing the impact that you can make, right? And I was grateful that I learned how to do that at an early age. Um, So that's where I kind of caught the bug. And then as life experiences happened and opportunities happened, uh, I realized that I could, uh, in, in the for-profit world, really monetize my skills. And my mom always said, she's like, an experience is never lost on you. And that has been the truth mm-hmm. since the very beginning. And so I um, started my first coaching company when I was 24 years old. Um, I had the opportunity actually to serve the great state of Florida as Miss Florida went on to Miss America. My first coaching company was a pageant mm-hmm. coaching company. Realized that there were a lot of skill sets that young women acquired during that process, whether it was interviewing, personal branding, marketing themselves, creating their own nonprofits and and sharing what they were doing with the world that also translated into other skills that women wanted to learn themselves. And that actually benefited people in the workplace or as entrepreneurs. And so really kind of pivoted that business over the years and it evolved as I evolved and, um, you know, simultaneously was working in corporate America, accumulating skills again and, and learning things and, and then taking those lessons and teaching others how to do them. And so um, Allison Walsh Consulting really does focus on helping uh, women, especially build their 
personal brands and businesses so that they can go after opportunities they never thought possible. And so that's a, the short version of a very long <laughs> career, but it's been awesome. And I'm grateful and, you know, really love every, everything that I've been able to experience and been able to really look at it and say, okay, what is this teaching me and how can I go and grow from here and show others how to do it too? Yeah. I love that. And I, I've been in like my career for about 10 years, but I say that like everything that I've done along the way has built or is a part of my business in some way now. So it's, it's really incredible for those of us who have the opportunity to have such diverse careers and experiences, because it makes us, I think, such better entrepreneurs and better at what we do. Oh, I agree. And I think sometimes, especially, and I work with a lot of women now that are maybe going, they're reinventing themselves or they're really kind of looking for new opportunities. And so many of them like push down the unique stuff. And I'm like, that's the stuff you need to lean into. That's what makes you so cool. Like, um, and so really helping them build their confidence behind that and show up the way that they need to show up so that they can get the new opportunity, launch the business, go after the next level, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's, it's so important to really look at what are all the things that we've gone through? Cause that's our unique story. Those are our unique you know, insights and perspectives and what make Mm -hmm. us so special. And, and, uh, you know, I think sometimes people are afraid to really open up about those things. And sometimes those are the most beautiful things. Yeah. Agreed. And what attracts people to you and what helps them connect to you. Exactly. Um, I have a feeling that is just one piece of what we're talking about today, which is the idea that I think a lot of us have to go through. I know I went through it shifting from the employee mindset, the nine to five mindset that I have a boss mindset to CEO mindset, the mindset of running a business, being your own boss, being able to make your own rules. Um, and I think that can be a really difficult challenge because most of us have worked our whole lives and right. being an entrepreneur can be new. So mm-hmm. I want to talk about how to make that shift, why we need to make that shift. Um, so let's, let's start with the Let's start with why we need to make that shift. Like when you're working with clients, how have you seen that employee mindset be a disadvantage for entrepreneurs, you know, new and seasoned? Yeah. So there's some rigidity that comes with it too, right? There's this expectation that it starts and ends and Mm -hmm. where it's like, especially new in entrepreneurship or or starting something new, you got to get comfortable with the fact that it's not going to be a traditional nine to five. There's going to be things that you need to do at different times. And you also need to listen to yourself. I think what's so beautiful about having your own company and doing things like, yes, you're going to have to work during functioning hours when the rest of the world's functioning, if you depend on other resources outside of just yourself, but it also gives you that flexibility. And Mm -hmm. so, you know, really realizing when are you at your prime, right? Mm -hmm. Like I think nine to five, like for me, I'm a morning person. Nine o'clock is like halfway through my really productive (laughs) hours, right? So like I get up super early. So in entrepreneurial land, right. I'm, I'm able to really lean into the fact that I enjoy my mornings. I get so much done and like, that doesn't have to be, um, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. Right. And so I think when I see with entrepreneurs or, or people that are really kind of dipping their toe for the first time is like giving themselves permission to optimize their own potential, mm-hmm. um, for the first time, because before they're subscribing to the rules of whatever the workplace is, right? Like they got to show up, they got to clock in, they got to clock out. And maybe that's not when they operate the best. Maybe they're night owls. Maybe they get their best work done when everybody else is asleep. Like that's totally okay. Like do that, right? Like you want to get the best of you out there, especially if you're starting your own thing. And you also have to preserve that energy too. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I think that 
for so long, especially if you have had experience in corporate America, you feel like I have to show up. I have to be here at, at this time. And this is when all of this happens. It's like, actually, no, right? Like, when are you at your best? Where can you show up? How can you show up? How can you optimize like everything that you bring to the table? And that doesn't need to be in a, a box, right? Like it can look different. It can feel different. So a lot of the beginning stages are about giving yourself permission to do things differently, to see things differently, to also understand that you're going to wear a lot of different hats mm-hmm. um, and that's totally okay. Um, but I think the biggest lesson is learning that you don't have to do it all yourself. And that's, I think, one of the biggest mistakes I see for new entrepreneurs is that they think they have to do it all. You don't. You Mm -hmm. actually get there faster, quicker, and with more sanity (laughs) if you depend on people other than yourself sooner rather than later to help you with the things that can kind of pull you away from what the overarching goal is of the business that you're starting. Yeah, I love that. And I think the biggest thing I hear, especially for new entrepreneurs, is, okay, how? How do I get more people? How do I get more help? I don't have money to pay right. for that. You know, right. what do you say to people who are, who maybe want to lean in on more support, but don't know how to get it or where to look for it or how to afford it? Right. So, I mean, affording it is definitely a major concern for a lot of folks, but one of the things that I challenge people to do early on, and it can be uncomfortable is to take a few dollars and put them aside and invest them in, in mm-hmm. your business. Because if you actually calculate the value of your time, right? What is it, you know, say you're a service-based entrepreneur and you're billing hourly and say you make 150 or $250 an hour, depending on what you're doing. If you're spending an hour trying to figure out or do something that you can spend $15 or $20 an hour having somebody else do for you, you're actually losing money in your business, right? Like stop doing it, right? Like outsource it. And there's so many great sites now. I mean, back in the, back in the day, this is where I date myself, right? (laughs) When I first started, I, there wasn't, there weren't sites like Upwork or Fiverr or any of these other places where you could go and just outsource something quickly. And on top of it, there are so many great platforms that make it easy to share share what you're doing with people. So if you're kind of like a control freak and you're like, oh my gosh, nobody could possibly do it as good as me. Actually, let's share a file. Let me give you a chance. And then let's go from there and see what we can do. You know, but it's giving you that confidence too, as an entrepreneur to say, I don't have to do everything myself. And, um, and that freedom, I think when you find somebody that you really work well with, oh my God, the, the amount of stuff that you can get done in this time, like is so incredible. And so, you know, I think once you realize it and you do it once or twice successfully, it's awesome because you're like, okay, now I can conquer the world. Like, you know, and finding like virtual assistants, mm-hmm. like you don't, you don't get awards for doing everything yourself, right? Like that's not, I've never seen a best of, or best of the best or list of anything that applauds people for doing it all by themselves, right? Like it's, you're celebrating what was the impact you were able to make? What accomplishments did you have in your business? How were you able to make a difference or whatever it is? It's not like, congratulations, you took on 20 people's jobs. Like, no, like just outsource, like find it. And then also like we use a lot of interns. Um, People Mm -hmm. want to learn, right? They desperately want to have hands-on experience. So even working with local universities uh, or just asking your network, right? Like I think sometimes we're like, I don't want to tell anybody about my business baby that I'm, you know, brewing right now because what if I fail, right? It's like actually tell everyone uh, because you'll be surprised if he comes out of the woodwork saying like, Hey, I've got a few extra hours. I can help you with this. Or, Hey, my daughter's, you know, graduating or needs an internship and she loves design. Can you, she help you with your social? Like it's amazing. The amount of people that want to help you succeed. If you just tell them what you're doing and you ask for help. 
Yeah. As my husband has drilled into me and has become like a tenant of my life. If you don't ask, the answer is always no. Exactly. So exactly. You put it out there. And another thing I like to bring up when we talk about this type of thing is look at your immediate circle. Who can yes. you ask for, for support that you don't have to like pay, like asking your partner to do the dishes a few yeah. times a week. So you have extra time after dinner or asking your neighbor's 15 year old to come mow the lawn for five bucks or 10 bucks. So you don't have to do it. You know, like there's so many ways to bring in support without necessarily having to spend money to do it. If you're still not quite there or not confident enough to bring that in. Right No, And it's just, I think when you really truly value your value is when you will see things through a different lens or perspective, right? Like give yourself the credit for being super valuable at what you do. And and that if you could lean into that and do that, like imagine how profitable your business could be. And I guarantee if you do that for a few weeks, even, and you start to get some money in the bank, because that time is being spent doing what you need to do to drive profits to your business and drive revenue to your business, you'll be able to outsource a lot of this other stuff or bring in people to help, you know, more consistently um, when you start to see those goals be met from a financial perspective. Yes, absolutely. And there's something you said a little bit ago that I want to call attention to is you mentioned the idea of like, there's no list of like, this person did it all. This person did all this by themselves. It's more about impact. And I think that's another interesting employee mindset is this idea of, I have a job to do and I just need to do it. And I'm just a worker bee versus the the thought process of like, I'm here to make an impact on the world. Do you see that a lot as being something that holds entrepreneurs back? Absolutely. And, you know, I think I was really, 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 really blessed um, to have awesome bosses, like in my, my, you know, career that were very entrepreneurial in nature. And I think that was one of the biggest lessons that I've, I've taken from them over the years has been, you know, it doesn't, you don't have to always do things the way they've always been done, right? Like creating your own lane, charting your own course. Like they are always very entrepreneurial, like, and, and shared that wisdom. And so I feel really grateful that I didn't necessarily have that, like in my brain as much, um, you know, from those that have mentored me over the years, but so many folks do. Right. And especially I almost feel like the larger the business, the more it's like that, right. Like the, yeah. the bigger, the corporation or organization you came from, the more it's like, oh, I'm just one in a thousand or 10,000 or 20,000, right. however many employees, I don't make that much of a difference. Right. Like, yes, you do. And I think when you realize that and you shift it from, you know, I do make a difference. I do make an impact. Everything I do in my own business is going to make an impact from the decisions we make, from the the company we keep for the clients we work with to the product we put out or the work product or service that we provide. Everything is a reflection of you as a business owner. And so it's, you know, you have to have extreme ownership on that too. You can't deflect, be like, well, that's the business I work for, the company that I work for, the, you know, the owner of that, you know, like it's no, it's you. Right. And so really owning the fact that everything that you put out, everything you do, everyone you surround yourself is a reflection of your business um, is a definite shift uh, for new entrepreneurs. Yeah. I love that. Can we, can we maybe talk about one more thing that might, Uh, like one more aspect of employee mindset that you see often before we talk about maybe what the other side of things looks like. Yeah. Um, Can you give us one more example? 
Oh yeah. Employee mindset. Well, you know, we talked about just the, the time clocking perspective mm-hmm. and really optimizing. We've talked about your reflection of, of really what you want to put out into the world, but I think being comfortable with being uncomfortable. So, mm-hmm. so often when you um, are working in a job, most of the time it's a skill set that you have or things that you've learned and you're surrounded by support um, and, you know, or a team of people that are going to help you, right? When you're an entrepreneur, sometimes you do have to figure things out on your own and being comfortable with being uncomfortable is a really important mindset shift because, if you want your business to continue to grow and you want it to continue to evolve, it's probably not going to feel comfortable all of the time. In fact, when it's too comfortable, you probably have hit a plateau. And so realizing that it's not going to be the same thing day to day, it's going to be different each and every day. It's going to be different based on the clients that you work with. It's going to be different based on you know, the employees that you have on your team. It's going to be different based on the requests or your goals, right? And realizing that truly as an entrepreneur, you have unlimited potential. You're going from a capped situation. I mean, some people have unlimited bonus potential, whatever. I, that's a blessing. Good, good for you. <laughs> Most of them, right? Like it's like, you know what you're going to max out at when you're an entrepreneur, it's up to you to find more revenue streams. It's up to you to figure out how to monetize more of what you have to offer. It's up to you to learn how to market it and put it out there to the world. And it's probably going to feel uncomfortable, but I think if you can lean into the fact that your potential is limitless, Mm -hmm. the only limit you put on yourself is you and your own mindset and what you tell yourself you can't do. uh, It really does change everything for you. And, um, you know, I think that so many people, especially this last year, have really opened their eyes to the possibilities that having a business, what that does for them, the freedom, mm-hmm. the flexibility, the financial security, having multiple streams of income. What does that look like? And I, I'm so excited for so many people that are really starting this journey for the first time. And I'm cheering for them big time, right? Like I think that's anytime something crazy happens in the world, it causes us to pause and look and reflect and say, is this where I want to be? And for so many people, their careers were ripped out from underneath them through no fault of their own, right? We went through one heck of a year but they realize that they don't want to ever be at the mercy of anybody else ever again. And so when they really do the work and they realize I can do this, I can do anything I set my mind to. I can live the life I want to live. I can have the business that I want to have. I can grow it as big as I want to grow it. Like that is so freeing and liberating. And it's so exciting when people realize that, that they have truly unlimited potential. Yeah. And I feel like a big part of that shift is just knowing that when you're in a place of fear, you're probably doing something right. You know, it's never in, it's never in that place. Like you probably wanted to leave your job because you were plateaued because Mm -hmm. you knew the work too well. Right. And so it's so easy to fall back on that place of like, Oh, well now I'm scared and I wish it was familiar. But when we remember that, like I'm doing something big and important and that's why I'm scared. Mm -hmm. You know, it feels like I like to say you become friends with fear, you know, it becomes easier to say, all right, cool. Like, this is great. This is a good thing. It's hard, but it's a really good thing. Yeah, absolutely. I agree a thousand percent. So all of it, subscribe to all of it, right? So So let's talk a little bit. I feel like listeners are probably like, great. All this sounds awesome. How do I get there? So let's talk about maybe some tools, some Mm -hmm. strategies um, you might recommend for helping entrepreneurs, female entrepreneurs who we specifically talk to shift from that employee mindset to the CEO mindset. So can you give me one tool or strategy or practice um, to start off with? 
So I think getting clear on the vision is the first step, Mm -hmm. right? Like understanding what it is you want to do. And honestly, like, even if you're not ready to start the business yet, starting to adopt the mindset of, you know, I deserve to have unlimited opportunities. I can do more with my talents. I have all of this potential, just starting those practices of really getting clear on that helps a lot, right? Because so often, you know, you start to put it in motion then you're like, oh, this is uncomfortable. I'm going to slip back to what's more comfortable, right? So it's just really getting clear on that, right? And and understanding your why, right? Like, why are you doing this? Why do you want to start the business? What it is, What is it going to afford for you, your life, your future, your family, and allowing that to be your fuel? Your revenue goal should not be the goal, right? right? Like, or your why. That should be the result of you doing the work, but ultimately, you know, what is your why? Why why is this important to you at this moment in time? Start shifting and start putting pen to paper. Because mm-hmm. so often I think when people start to think about this, they get overwhelmed with their thoughts. And I encourage journaling. I encourage just getting it out and writing it down. Because sometimes when something's new, you've got it's almost like a tornado of thoughts going yeah. on in your brain. And it's like, I'm just trying to grasp it. And you know, there's so many things, but it's like it can so easily become overwhelming because you're thinking about too many things at once. So mm-hmm. I always encourage like have the clear picture of like this is my why. Here's my initial business idea. Start putting pen to paper there and then always keep another document open where you're putting all the rest of your thoughts down because otherwise it's a lot, right? And I I always, and I have a journal next to me right now, I always have this open because things come to me. I'm a creative person by nature. And if it were up to me all the time, I'd probably have 30 businesses and you know a million people working for me because I have so many things I want to do, but it's like, no, let's focus on this and prioritize what I need to do to make progress to at least take the steps to get it done. And then I am fiercely committed to the concept of doing one thing every single day to get there. Mm. Right. And especially if you're currently employed or you can't leave that steady paycheck as of yet, you still owe it to yourself to make strides every day towards something that you want to do for yourself. So for example, say you are a morning person, say you can dedicate 30, 45 minutes a day to doing something to get you closer to starting your own business, do it and schedule it and don't cancel on yourself. Because I guarantee if you do 30 minutes a day for 90 days, those are 90 things that you've done for yourself to get you closer. You are going to be a heck of a lot closer to that goal, to starting that business, to getting it launched, to walking away from whatever you want to walk away from if you've done the work, right? Mm-hmm. But so often, especially women, like we cancel on ourselves all the time. It's like, no, your dreams are important. Your goals are important. This business you want to start is important, but you got to do the work. Nobody's going to do it for you. That's the other thing. Like if you're the CEO, you got to own that right? Like you've got to do the work, right? Like I've never heard of anybody just getting paid to do nothing, right? Mm -hmm. Like you've got to put in the the capital, the sweat equity up front to make it happen. And then it's about putting the systems in place, creating all of the support around you to make it easier and and function better. But, um, you know, do the thing, right? Commit to doing it. Because if you wake up 90 days from now and you look back and say, man, I wish I would have done that. Imagine how much progress I would have made if I would have Mm -hmm. just started. It'll be so much 
uh, better for you to be able to say, I did the thing. Right. And, and I think that's the other piece too, is like looking at the goal, breaking it down, right? Mm-hmm. If, if the goal is to start the business in 90 days, what do you need to do to get there? Do you need to register it? Do you need to work with a CPA or an attorney to get your business started and filed properly? Like write out the steps of what you need to do. And maybe you just need to hire somebody to help you because you don't want to figure it all out yourself. And that's totally cool too. There are a lot of awesome business coaches out there that can hold your hand and walk alongside you and help you get there faster with more confidence, with less stress. And sometimes that's the best thing that you can do. Um, but take the action, write down what it is you need to do and do it. Yep. Yeah. I love that. And one thing I, one part of like employee mindset that I maintain sort of, it's kind of employee mindset is this idea that you have a boss. Like I consistently ask myself if I, if I was saying like, would I give this excuse to a boss? Mm-hmm. You know, if my boss was standing in front of me, would I give this excuse that it didn't get done? Probably right. not. So, right. you know, you have to put yourself in that position of, yes, you are your own boss now, but uh-huh. kind of like checking yourself in the same oh, way yeah. you would if you did work in an office with a boss who legitimately is checking you and holding yeah. you accountable. Um, Cause like you said, I mean, nothing's going to get done without the work right. and yeah, maybe eventually you won't do as much work. That's where I'm at. That's why I'm continuing yeah. to build too. But I did a lot of work to get there and I hold myself very accountable every day to making yeah. it happen. Right. And, and yeah, without that accountability, it can be so easy to let yourself slide and let all yeah. these things slide to the back burner. Mm-hmm. Um, well, and it's, you know, exactly what you said. It's like, you can have results or excuses, but you can't have both. So right. you got to choose. What do you want? Mm-hmm. Want the results, you want the excuse, right? The excuses yeah. aren't going to help you get any closer to where you want to be. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the only person you're making an excuse to is yourself and your future. And you owe yourself way more than that. So, you know, yeah. do it, just get it done. Yeah. Get it done. Absolutely. And one other thing I wanted to suggest too to listeners is um, we started this conversation by talking about like getting clear on the vision. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's so powerful. And I think for a long time, I even struggled with that. I'm like, I'm good at content marketing. That's why I do it. I don't know what my why is. I don't know what my vision is. I want to work for myself and do something I know how to do. And one thing, um, an incredible coach who I was lucky to work with for about a year and a half, he asked me, and it sounds so corny, but it really, if you can answer honestly, is going to put a lot into perspective, which is what makes you want it? What would make you want to jump out of bed every day? Mm -hmm. What would, you know, what would you be doing that would make you every day excited to get out of bed? And at first I'm like, not working. haha. And it's like, okay, but like, really, if you were to do something that you love, what does that look like? And I think that's another really good way to put all these ideas and all these things into perspective is like, okay, sure. I could do all 50 of these things, but which one of them are going to light me up so much that I'm going to be stoked to get out of bed every day to go do that. So that could be a really good exercise to just sit with your journal and it might not come right away. And you might be nervous to admit it. Like I was nervous to admit for myself that I don't really want to necessarily run a consulting business full-time and I want to be a full-time best-selling author. I was nervous to say that because I didn't know how am I going to get there? You know, it's like, well, the the marketing thing makes sense because it's what I've always done. So giving yourself some space and time to really answer that question and really fuel you. And giving yourself permission to evolve too. Mm, Yeah. I think that's another piece of it too. And 
uh, going back to the employee mindset of, of kind of getting stuck in our own ways or the ways that we've always been or the jobs we've always done. And it's like, wow, but you know what? You've got these skill sets. If you lean into it and you allow your growth and experience to guide you as you go, you are going to evolve. And one of my favorite quotes, it's actually from the queen herself, Oprah, mm. um, but it's the whole point of being alive is to evolve into the complete person you were intended to be. Mm. So just because you are at this point right now does not mean you don't deserve to be at that next level, that best-selling author full-time, you know, whatever right. it is, whatever that dream is for you in the future. And so what do you need to do to continue to make that dream become a reality? And, and how can you invest in yourself and that dream? Because you owe it mm-hmm. to yourself. And so, you know, and I think that one of the scariest things is just what you said admitting to yourself, what are those dreams, right? And if it scares you, that's good, right? That Mm -hmm. means that's growth right there. And that's that growth mindset that's going to help you and continue to propel you forward. But even if you think back 10 years ago, the dream of what you have now is probably different, right? Mm -hmm. Like, and, and before that, and before that, and and five, 10 years from now, your dreams are going to be different because you're going to have new lived experiences. You're going to have more gifts to share. You're going to have a different perspective. The world's going to be in a different place. And you don't have to have it all figured out right now, but what you do need to figure out is that you deserve to live that life and you deserve to be happy and you deserve to have that thing that you get so excited to jump out of bed every day to do whatever that may be. And if that means you're still in your job, that's great. If that means you're getting ready to start a business, that's awesome. If that means, you know, you're going to figure it out along the way and do a side hustle until it all makes sense. That's cool too. Like you just have to do the thing yep. and, and try because regrets are the absolute worst and you don't want to have them at, on your last day and think about, wow, I could have done so much more with my life. Mm-hmm. You want to say I did it yep. and I was uncomfortable all the way, but I am so glad I did it. So. Yeah. And if you're struggling listeners with that worthiness, because I think that's a big, especially for female entrepreneurs is like, I don't deserve to live this big, amazing life where I, as I told you on your podcast recording yesterday, where I own a yacht and I'm, you know, (laughs) riding through the Adriatic and living life on vacation half the time. I don't deserve that. Um, You know, listening to podcasts like this, doing that personal development work, reading books is helpful, but also seeking support from a coach or from a therapist, because that, that unworthiness doesn't just exist, right? There's a lot of stuff underneath the surface that you maybe just aren't seeing yet. And so in addition to doing the work and holding yourself accountable to checking those things off your list, you've got to do the personal work as well. That's so critical. And I think that's a big piece of the CEO mindset is knowing that you being the best business owner you can be relies on both that sort of the, the physical action you take, but then also the mindset work that you do. Yeah. Now it's, I've always noticed, and it's, it's very easy for me to see the times in my life where I wasn't doing the work hmm. because the growth that happens when I am is so substantial and it can be as simple as being a part of a mastermind. It can be having a great therapist that I opening up to and just talking through all the life stuff that's going on. It could be having a great coach. It could be this circle, right? I think there's a lot there too. And I talk about this a lot with my clients and, and on the podcast too, but the, the people that you surround yourself with can oftentimes be the ones that limit you the most mm-hmm. because just like you you evolve over time, sometimes other people don't want to evolve and they actually subconsciously or some do it intentionally, which is terrible, but sometimes they're 
holding you back because they don't understand that vision or that growth or where you want to go. So as you evolve, your circle needs to evolve too. doesn't mean you cut people out of your life. Sometimes you might need to, but most of the time you don't. It's just, you need to ensure that you have a group of people that are comprised of others that have been where you want to go that can offer wisdom and guidance and support to you that say, cheers to you. Let's go get this for you. Right. Like you keep doing the thing. It will work out. Um, and that understand the journey because through no fault of everybody else, like your friends from your past, family members, whatever, if they haven't gone down this path of entrepreneurship or, or been, you know, doing what you want to do, they're not going to fully understand. They're not going to understand the grind, the hustle, any of the things that go into it, the desire, the willingness, the lack of stability that it appears to be in the beginning. Why would you quit? Why would you go do this? What, what are you thinking? You don't need any of that negativity in your life. What you need is to be surrounded by other people that get it. Um, right. And so I think that's really important too, is the company that you keep, especially early on in your entrepreneurial journey is going to be very impactful on your results and the way you feel about it too, right? Like if your circle isn't cheering the loudest for you, you definitely need to get a new circle. And I think when you've got other people that have walked in your shoes that can at least offer guidance and wisdom as you navigate those new those new phases of business, you're going to be so much far, farther ahead. So yeah, agreed. And and also recognizing that no, you don't need to kick people out of your life, but you do need to shift your mindset about their attitude. And so knowing that you chasing your dreams, you evolving and growing, if they're not doing the same, is going to trigger them because yeah. they don't feel they're good enough or they don't see a reason for it because they're too scared to do it themselves. Right. So really recognizing that their reactions are not, not a reflection of you. It's a reflection of them. And so taking that in stride, I mean, even people as close to us as our partners and spouses Mm -hmm. do it unintentionally. And so I think really getting clear in your mind on what that actually means. So it doesn't deter you from moving forward. And then of course, creating that circle around yourself, whether it's digitally, like through social media, following the right people that are going to push you finding that circle of, you know, like networking, a mastermind, a coach, um, you know, still building that out, but knowing that you can keep those people in your life, but you just sort of have to check yourself in terms of how they're reacting or what they're saying. And you're so right about it. It's usually, it's something triggering to them, right? Mm -hmm. Maybe they're not living their dreams. Maybe they're not going after their goals. Maybe they've had some challenges and they can't kind of sort through the weeds, right? Like they need to do their own work too. And you need to focus your energy on, on continuing to move forward. So, Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, the worthiness concept, it it brings up a lot and and women need to just realize that we were blessed with all of these skills and talents and it's a disservice if we Mm -hmm. don't share them with the world. Yep. Agreed. Can you, before we close out, give us maybe one more tool or strategy or thing to think about to make this shift from employee mindset to CEO mindset? Maybe one more thing that you use a lot with clients. Yeah. I mean, the goals to me are everything. So clear, Mm -hmm. smart goals (laughs) that you can break down. And I know we talked about the 90 days of of doing things, but really making sure that you're setting up those KPIs for yourself, right? Like what do you need to do in order for you to take it to the next level then, right? Like, and you don't have to know like what it is a year from now, it just needs to be that next goal. And then the steps. So oftentimes I see people say, okay, I need to make $5,000 in my business this month in order for me to quit the job, right? Or 10,000 or 20, whatever that financial goal is. Yep. Okay. How, 
<laughs> so how are you going to do that? Right? Like put pen to paper on what it is you need to do. Back it all in. Make sure that you understand what it is that you need to accomplish in order for you to get to that next point and be nimble. Right. I think that's the other thing too, is that sometimes people start businesses and they're so, again, kind of in that employee mindset where they're like, it's going to be this way and it's got to work that way and it's going to get done and that's it. No, like <laughs> you'll learn quickly and uh, it, it's not probably going to work out as smoothly as you thought. Yeah. <laughs> and so seeing things differently and saying, okay, well, if the end goal is this, what are the different ways that I can get there? So let's use just like, you know, I, I help a lot of coaches start their businesses. Right. So for some, it's like, okay, when I hit that, $10,000 a month, it's going to replace my corporate salary. And I'm going to have the confidence to walk away from whatever it is that I'm doing. Okay. So what does that mean? Right. Does that mean that you're going to take on 10 clients at a thousand dollars a month? Does that mean you're going to, you know, do a group program? Does that mean you're going to have a membership? What does it look like? And set the targets around that and be open to being flexible with that. The other thing too is that as employees, you're not, unless you're in marketing, you're not necessarily accustomed to marketing yourself. Mm -hmm. And you need to get real comfortable with marketing your business, your personal brand who you are. You got to get visible. You got to get out from behind the business and step forward mm -hmm. and you got to stay there. And I talk about this all the time. You got to get comfortable with being out there. You got to be comfortable with being the expert. You got to build your credibility, your social proof, the, uh, you know, the testimonials, all of it. You got to get real comfy with asking people to give you a vote of confidence. Yes. Right? Like, <laughs> yeah. and, and, but that's going to help you build momentum, right? Like mm -hmm. if, if you're hiding behind a rock and you've created this great business and you tell no one about it, how are you going to get any results? How are you going to hit your goals? How are you going to have the impact that you want to make? Right. And so understanding what those things are, and then how, how are you going to go find them? Right. So going back to the smart goal of, I need to rate and make $10,000 this month in order for me to quit my job, whatever that is. Right. Okay. So I need to find 10 clients. Where are those clients? Are they on Facebook? Are they on Instagram? Are they at a networking group? Are they connected to my network in some way, shape or form? How am I going to find them? And then do the thing, reach yep. out, talk about it, put your business out there. So many people have so many great things and it comes time to launch and they're like, but I don't want to tell anybody. And it's like, no, you've got to share it with the world. Like get comfortable with being visible because opportunities will flow your way because think about it. There's all these people that don't want to do it. And if you're the person that's doing it, you're automatically going to be a magnet for opportunities, right? right? People are going to find you, um, you know, opportunities are going to come your way. Clients are going to want to work with you um, and you'll get there faster than if you just sit on it. And I think mm -hmm. so many people get discouraged right out of the gate because they spend so much energy up front trying to, to get stuff done. And they don't spend enough time actually telling people about what they're doing and the business that they've built and the opportunities they have available. And so you got to do that, but you got to get super clear too, because I think that the smart goal kind of tying it all together, the smart goal of whatever it is you're trying to accomplish needs to be the one of your, your motivators, right? The fuel yeah. to help you just push through that uncomfortable action to get visible, yeah. to talk about your business, to market yourself, to do the things, right? That you need to do. And so I encourage people to, to know what that is, right? Especially if it's going to then lead to them being able to have a different outcome that they want for themselves. Mm -hmm. You got to figure out, okay, what is it? 
How am I going to get there and let that be that fuel when it just is hard? Because there's going to be those moments where you're like, I don't want to tell everybody about this. Like, what if it fails? What if it's terrible? Well, guess what? It's a hundred percent chance of failure. If you don't tell anybody about what you're doing, just because you built it doesn't mean they'll come, right? Like right. you have to market. Um, yep. And so getting really clear on that, because that does help. Um, so oftentimes I see women that will be like, okay, I've built all of this and this is great. And I'm like, and nobody knows. So right. what is it doing? How are you helping people if nobody knows about it? So um, getting really clear. I always talk about like the three M's, like mindset, messaging, and marketing. Mm-hmm. You got to have all three or it's not yep. going to work. So. Yes, absolutely. And for people struggling with that, putting yourself out there, putting your business out there, telling people about it. Um, we have an episode, episode 54, um, where Rebecca Cafaro and I talked about how to own your expertise, the mindset of owning your uh-huh. expertise. So give that a listen because what Allison is saying is so true. I mean, you you no longer have the marketing machine of a company to push your work forward. You are right. that marketing machine. You are that company. Yeah. Um, and so really stepping into and knowing that you can only be of service if people know what you're doing. Exactly. You're in this to do something powerful and to help people and to make change, but it's not going to happen if you hide behind your own little rock and hide behind mm-hmm. your business. Exactly. Um, so I love that you brought that up because that's such an important point that I don't feel like is talked about enough in these types of conversations. Oh, I agree. And I mean, even in all the course, I mean, I've taken a bunch of courses too and worked with a bunch of folks. It's like, it gets to that final part and they all talk about, okay, setting up your business and doing this and doing that. And then it's like, nobody talks about marketing yeah. or very rarely. And I'm like, what are you doing? Like, You can't skip this step. This is like the most critical, most important thing. And people need to know how to do it, especially entrepreneurs. Right. And like, you know, I have all kinds of free trainings and stuff on my website, but one of the ones I did is captivate your audience. Right. And it's talking about how your story is your superpower and how you have to lean Mm -hmm. into it and use it and learn how to tell it and understand the, the different audiences and how you connect and resonate with people. Because if you can do that and you can connect with your ideal customer, where your ideal customer hangs out, you will be successful. Right. Like, and, or if you're not immediately successful, be open enough to the feedback to adjust and going back to that nimble mindset Mm -hmm. of figuring out what you need to tweak in order to be that success that you want to be. Right. And so listening, being a conscious observer, but being bold and putting yourself out there and learning how to connect, learning how to tell the story, learning how to find your audience, um, and then fiercely showing up for them. Right. Like once you really know who your ideal clients are, show up, be there, be the resource, cheer them on, you know, give more than what they expect. I think there's so many times where I see entrepreneurs like, but I don't want to give away all the tools yet. Right. Like, or I just Mm -hmm. can't show everything that's in my, my, you know, my sandbox yet. It's like, actually you're going to grow and you're going to have cooler tools, like as you grow. So like share, right. Because people need what you have. And if you're holding Mm -hmm. on to everything in fear that uh, it's like that lack mentality, like I don't have enough. If you hold on to that, people are going to feel that, right? Like if they come to you and they're like, oh my gosh, she knows what she's doing. She's going to help me. They're going to be so open to receiving. They're going to drink the Kool-Aid. They're going to love everything you have to offer. And guess what? You're going to grow in that process and you're going to have new cooler tools and toys to share, right? Um, But I see that happen too, where people are just like, they're resisting really fully um, giving to their clients. No, when you show up and you serve and you give and you give and you give, it will continue to give back. Your business will definitely do what you want it to do. I agree. Totally, totally agree. Um, So let's wrap up because this has been so amazing. Um, So many great nuggets, I feel like, for listeners. Um, But before we finish up, give us what's one 
most important thing out of this conversation that you want to make sure if um, if listeners walk away with, they walk away with at the very least this thing, what would that be? So, you know, building on the concept of doing something every day is Mm -hmm. critical and evolving through the process um, and being okay with that. Um, But I will add to that, that showing up and being 1% better today than you were yesterday is a really healthy mindset to adopt, especially as an entrepreneur, Mm -hmm. give yourself grace, right. And realize you're going to make mistakes along the way and you're not going to be perfect and it's going to be uncomfortable. But if you show up tomorrow, that much more resilient and committed to your goal 1% and you do 1% more tomorrow than you do today, it will compound, right? Consistency compounds. That's the most important thing. And so just continue to show up, do it for you. Don't cancel on yourself, do the things you need to do. And I guarantee you, if you start today by clearing your head out, putting it on paper and then making a plan of what you need to do in 90 days from now, what you want that outcome to be and breaking it down and doing that one thing every day, you will be blown away. And I guarantee it'll take you less than 90 days. Yeah, (laughs) absolutely. Absolutely. Um, shifting gears as we finish up, uh, what are you getting intentional about right now? Oh, family time. So I Mm. have three amazing kids, uh, nine, five, and two. So, and two girls and one boy. And it has been a crazy year, right? Like I feel like with everything with COVID and homeschool versus, you know, in-person school versus virtual camp versus all the things, our schedules are just out of whack. And so we're actually going to be taking a summer vacation this year. And I'm so excited. So intentionally shutting down, hanging at the beach, doing the things that I have just wanted to do for a while now and uh, just being truly present. And I'm just really, really looking forward to that. Oh, that sounds so lovely. I need a vacation. I was just saying that to my friend. I feel like I need to take a good yeah. solid like week off. Yes. That's the difference to just let your brain shut down for a little while. And it's amazing whenever I come back from vacation, or even if it's just, I love staycations or just like couple short day weekends, you know, add a day on here or there. Mm-hmm. I come back so much better and recharged because I have like clarity of thought and mind. And when you can just be still for a minute, it is so incredible what you're able to, um, have allowed come to the forefront of what you want to accomplish. So, yeah. And you definitely do. You got to go on like a baby moon, right? So you got to celebrate. Yeah, (laughs) totally. Um, and finally, where can listeners connect with you? So I, have a ton of resources on AllisonWalshConsulting.com. If you're interested in anything I have to offer, you can message me right through there. I'm also on Instagram all of the time. I daily show up there um, on Allison Walsh Consulting. Um, and certainly if you have any questions or you need anything, you can always reach out to me there. But I love just filling up people's feeds with positivity. So that's that's a big part of how I show up on Instagram. Awesome. Thank you so much for being here today and sharing everything. We all so appreciate you, Allison. Oh, thank you, Jessica. I appreciate you too. And thank you everyone for tuning in and listening. And we'll catch you on another episode of Mindset Reset Radio.